Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines begins right now, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Hello, boys. How the hell are you? We're back to playing football. That's a good thing. Much better this week. Yeah, yeah, you were a mess. Was, Last time we sat in this room, man, he could we barely. We were in this room. Yeah, that's right. We were in the. We were all at the house, but he was barely functioning. What gotta, a trooper! What I, a trooper! I gotta say, what was cool is you feel the Seminole Headlines family because I got so many text messages. Some you know, ladies stopping me at Publix, just checking on me. Like everybody, mm. I I sounded worse than I felt. I think I didn't feel good. Yeah, but you, I think sounded, I sounded, you sounded like sounded death. worse. And then the next day was pretty rough, but. uh you know, Corey, a lot of people would have been knocked out for a couple weeks. Well, you're different. But you're I built was, different. Yeah. I mean, you're, just you're absolutely built different. You picture of health. Ever get sick. Picture you of health. Are. Yeah, yeah, you've so. always been a picture of health. Well, there it is. So, uh, and we would we would say thanks to everybody for that. Just like we say thanks to our friends at Register Sausage. Yay, sausage! And Tailgate Week uh, returns as we get set to play uh, Virginia Tech. Did you see what uh, Ben broke out this weekend? No, I missed it. It's, I missed it's it. just, it's just. He's out of control. I mean, really is. He needs to start one of those like '80s commercials. Like, <laughs> I can't believe Crazy it. Ben <laughs> just lost his mind. <laughs> I'm insane. Um, he uh, he put out a new one that uh, doesn't even require a promo code. Just all online sales since the time he announced it over the weekend through Wednesday night, fifty percent of all proceeds are going to go to the battle's end. Wow, so doing some things so, here. What? No, no discount. We're not giving you a discount, but 50% of all the proceeds, any online sales through to the end of the day Wednesday well, will you know, be uh, well, retention the and acquisition is very I important. I was going to say, do you guys like watching Keon Coleman play? You like winning You want to watch him play next year? <laughs> Buy some sausage. Lots of sausage. And the website is registermeats.com, and uh, yeah, definitely make that happen. Also, if you are in the southeast, it's constantly expanding, but if you go to your local grocery store, they might have it. If they don't have it, you know, talk to the meat manager. Complain a little bit. Say you want some registered sausage. Voice your concern. Complain a lot. Yeah. Tell Go them, every day. Yeah. Tell them that you want the andouille, and if they try to correct, correct you on how to pronounce it, we'll say, no, that's how registers pronounces it. Yeah, yeah. Registers Always have, yeah. guy. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Just get the sausage Can in you here. just get it? No yeah. matter how you want to pronounce yeah. it. I want it in front of me. I want to be able to buy it. Let's go. Uh, so how do we feel coming out of the bye week? Do we feel really? I, I've noticed two types of uh, feelings amongst the fan base. I'm kind of curious for you two. Where are you at with this team right now? Obviously, elated their 4 0. We kind of surveyed the landscape, realized probably yeah. what's necessary navigating forward. Pretty much looks like Florida State's going to need to win out <laughs> to, to, to be one of the four. 
and it's a weird year in college football, so there's a lot of why not us, which I would agree with. But how do we think they're going to play? Because I think they've been given the blueprint to how they have to play defense. And then if they're healthy on offense, I think we'll see more diversity. Do you agree? I'm more uh, I'm invigorated. I'm in the reinvigorated camp. Oh, okay. Right. The, uh, is there another camp or people like after a bye week they're feeling nice. worse? People are kind of like, man, this offense was clunky. Well, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. she doesn't look so good anymore. I think that, that was yeah. prevalent over the weekend. A lot but of people Clemson's, were. The, Clemson's defense is like its own entity. Like yeah. you almost can't even judge. No, but the what, LSU looking so bad is what's making people sure. think, oh, well. Well, in Southern Miss keeps yeah. giving up a thousand points to everyone there's reason for both sides yeah. of this discussion i think yeah. that's mm-hmm. fair and and i do think that you know you're gonna have to look it does seem fairly sustainable what clemson's doing right they should win a bunch of games moving forward but they do have a difficult schedule so if they were to log a third loss somehow all of a sudden your losses diminish your win right. is diminished even if it shouldn't be and then we know lsu barely got by arkansas and then gave up 55 points and 700 plus yards to ole miss but scored 49 well <laughs> Just throwing that they did. And hey, I'm just saying. Six point loss on the road. You also got to remember, they're going to get a big bump at the end of the year when they beat that Florida team. That's, there you go. Those That's guys cheap. are rolling. Woo. Yeah, that I was think, a fun press conference this week. We're going to have to yeah. use that. And I think it's pro- – we'll see how it plays out, man. Who knows what North Carolina and Miami are? Who knows how Clemson finishes the season? Maybe Duke – if you beat Duke, that Duke only loses right. twice and they're both to Notre. I mean, we don't know what it's going to look like in December. I would agree with you, though. The way the, the first month has played out um, – it's it's and it might have been this way anyway. Even if LSU was a, a nine win, ten yeah, win sure, team, sure, right. uh, you might have to go undefeated. The good news is you are literally going to be favored in every game you play, probably all of them by double digits. Maybe not the Miami game. I was gonna say the Miami game. Maybe not digits. Florida, but they will be. They, they you will be favored in those games. If you win the games that you're favored to win, you will be undefeated and playing in the playoff. But, but don't, that's a big if. But don't style points matter? Like if they start not for an undefeated people. team. Oh no! Yeah, but yeah. if they if they have one loss, but but instead of getting by in the way maybe they have in a couple of these games, you know the BC game obviously. But if they just if they just start dominating people, but have one loss, won't that be a factor? I think it depends on who the loss is to. Um, but yeah, yeah, it could be. Like if you go and lose at Florida, thirty to twenty eight on some craziness. Well, let's see what Florida is the rest but of the you, way. But you then you then blow out a one loss North Carolina team by right. forty points. Yeah, you blow out Miami by twenty eight points. Handle you, Duke. Yeah, you, you, all that stuff. Yes, I think you could be. You could get a, a, a get out of jail free card. You could get a little bit of a margin for error. But don't play that game. The Big Ten and the Pac-12, like they might beat each other up, but there's going to be one team from the Big Ten that's obviously going. There's at least one team from the SEC that's going. There's not many spots left. It could be yeah. two from the Big Ten. I'll be honest with you. At this point, I kind of think Michigan's going to go undefeated in the Big Ten. I I, I don't think that Ohio State team's going to beat Michigan, and they haven't the last two years, and I don't think they're going to this year. I'm beginning to worry Michigan's going to go. So that'll be. Where's a- the Penn State game? I uh, don't, don't know. know. We'll check it during the break because you're right. That should be a great game. Uh, but I, I just it's interesting to to kind of try to figure out what's going to play out is difficult. Just win your games, as Corey was saying. You're going to be favored in all of these games, and frankly, the one you're most worried about, Miami. It's in Tallahassee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you probably, if you're healthy and playing well, you ought to go undefeated in the regular season because you did navigate the first four undefeated. You found a way to beat Clemson on the road in a game that, you know, it's hard to imagine you won, but you did. And so now you're in a situation where you get to benefit from that because you are going to play some teams that I think you can just absolutely hammer. And to your point, they're going to need style points in some cases. I would, right. If I'm Mike and we get this offense humming, I'm running it up 
on everybody I can because these resumes are all going to be dangerously close. Let's say everybody has one loss. Yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 Pac being good doesn't help. No, yeah. I mean, it's like, what if everybody suddenly has one loss? It seems, I don't know, it seems likely that Georgia at this point is going to drop a regular mm -hmm. season game. When you look at that sorry offense. And then when you, when you watch everybody else, you can see their flaws. I don't know. Texas-Oklahoma this weekend should tell yeah. us a lot, right? Texas yeah. has looked really good, but that's a rivalry game. I, I think you got to kind of root for Oklahoma in that game. I know I'm biased, but I don't know who else is going to beat Texas. Noldad77 so. Noldad says Michigan is at Penn State November 11th. Oh, it's the same day as uh, Miami, I think. Florida State, Miami. Big weekend. Ooh, that could be a, be a that'll be a big, big weekend. Wonder if the game day would be here because Big Fox noon Saturday, <laughs> Urban Meyer show will probably be at the Big Ten game. But you're in a position that you wanted to be in, and yeah. we all would have celebrated that, no matter how it's looked or what you're worried about or what you think about the rest of college football. You're in the catbird seat. Just keep winning in games and, in which you're favored, and you're set. And there are enough data points, not just for Florida State, but as we watched the whole country on Saturday, we actually got a chance. I sat there and watched football for 10 hours. It was almost it was too much, guys. It was well, I almost know, you, too you much. You got overloaded. Almost. By the but end of the day, almost. I was like. You, you look around the country now. And there is absolutely no doubt that Florida State can win a national championship. There's no doubt. Now, look, there's all they could also lose three games. You know, there's 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 yeah, I think that's a fair way. There's of saying a variance it. here. But when you've looked at what you've seen around the country, there's nobody that absolutely scares you to the point where you're like can't compete with them. There, nobody. No, right. There's there have teams been years in the past where you sure. say nobody's beaten that Bama team. Nobody's beaten that Georgia team from two years ago. Nobody, you know, yeah, you there, could do there's, that. I don't think there's any team right now that's guaranteed of even being in the playoff. Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? Like Michigan might lose twice. What would you feel better about? Because one of the things that, you know, Adam Fuller talked about yesterday, which I thought was, it was well said. He's like, we know that this team, we know that this defense will come through when their back's against the wall. We know we've seen it, you know, on some of those fourth and ones against LSU, the way they played late in the Clemson game. I and mean, there's, th we've seen evidence that when they have to get a stop, they've come through and gotten a stop in overtime. That was, a, I mean, that was awesome. I mean, you could blame Clemson's play calling, but they made two huge plays on third and fourth down there. But would you rather have that? Like, that's valuable to know that, to know that you're not going to collapse. Or would you rather have a defense that has played really well so far, but you haven't been tested in those kinds of moments? I'm going to take the team that has shown me consistency throughout. Uh, I would take the defense that has been fairly dominant but never been tested. I would take, uh, like, Michigan's defense. Right I would now. agree with that, but it is good to know that these aren't a guys. These aren't a bunch of guys they that are just going to fold. Yeah, right. they're not rolling over. They've right. got some toughness to them. In fact, it's the most admirable thing about what they do right. yeah. because they're wildly inconsistent. When they're good, they're good. When they're bad, they're bad. But they are tough. They do bow up and they do play tough in the red zone. That's for sure. And so you give them a lot of credit for that, and they earn that. And that's what's weird about assessing Adam Fuller. I got asked the question last week by Tom. He said, "You know, do you think Adam Fuller's done a good job this year?" If I say yes. I do so with trepidation because there's some parts of, the, of what it, what's happened with this defense that I'm not enamored with. If I say no, that seems way too harsh. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't think no is the right answer either. I'm stuck right now. But luckily, they have eight more regular season games to help us decide that, you know? Well, yeah. And I think when you, when you flip it, um, I think we've seen the defense has played well in huge moments, big moments. Uh, the LSU game, they took over the game. They got those stops. Obviously, Boston College, they got the stop late. I know – yeah. It, it, was, it was dicey, yeah. but they did get a stop <laughs> I, I when it mattered. The BC game as much as, but, I, but still, they did get they did get the stop on a and made them punt on a fourth and twenty four. The offense to me is what has not answered 
when oh, the backs yeah. against in the wall. In crunch time. In cr- that's what I'm saying. Right. When their backs are against the wall, they, they fall through the drive. it. Yeah. And they're too good to do that. Now, it's again, it's almost the, the Boston College game is the one that I, I'm really upset with them with and the way they played, and that was three weeks ago. Right. we got to get over it. But I just think it's hard to judge what this offense is based on its last game because Clemson is such a unique I defense agree 100% that you will not – See again. I, I mean, those linebackers are ridiculous. The front four is really good. You will not see that again. But I do want to see them. They will be in a close game this month at some point. Don't know who it's against. But they will be in a close game in the second half this month. Will they be able to do enough to put games away like they were able to do last year? Let's thank some folks out there. Uh, Marcos, we appreciate you. Do you think Mike should call more bootleg plays? It's usually easy completions for Jordan. I think they can get him going in a rhythm, help, run, help the run game. You know, it's interesting, by the way, on that note, Thanks, Marcos. Thank you, Marcos. Thank you, ma'am. They've called all kinds of misdirection pseudo boots in critical situations in third and fourth down and converted them only to have either been lined up illegally Mm -hmm. or have a penalty downfield. Those are the calls they go to when they're trying to get Jordan out of the pocket to give him the run pass option, and the plays are wide open to the tight end every time. And those plays have failed not because they weren't uh, open, but because they didn't execute properly. You had, an, you had an illegal alignment not once but twice when they've done that. They did it at the BC game. They had a huge play uh, that got called back because the same thing, and then they did it again against Clemson. It's very frustrating, but I do think that's a way, obviously, to better utilize Jordan, but you, you, it's not your offense. It's just something you're going to incorporate when everything else is working well as uh, or as planned, and, and I think they're probably close to doing that again, but they've got to get this run game going. You and I talked about this yesterday. Yeah, I think you almost have to – uh, almost have some design runs for Jordan just yes, to kind of loosen it up yeah. for everybody else. Well, um, and, I, and I think if he's healthy, they will. Yeah, you know, because he's refused to run even on plays where he gets out of the pocket. There's nobody around him. He's trying to make impossible throws. That tells me he didn't want to run because he was hurting. It's funny, man, because today he, you know, it's practice. He's in green. They're not tackling yeah, him gonna, anyway. Yeah. But there was a play where he kept it, and you're just reminded in the moments yeah. when he ke- keeps it. Sweet Jesus, he's yeah. an yes, athlete. He is, it's, he is, it's, it's a weapon. We, it's, it's like breathtaking. It, it is. It, it, just the way he makes pretty fast guys look slow. And it's like, man, you look around the country at these dudes that are that kind of dynamic, mm-hmm. including the Boston College kid. When he runs, it's, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis is on par with all these guys athletically. And if you just can incorporate – but I know he thinks – and he is. He's a much better passer than a lot of these right. athletes. But, uh, but you know – Twice a quarter, twice a half, he can rip off 70-yard runs. No, I mean, I wouldn't do that twice a half, but run him twice a half. Remind people what an elite athlete he is because he is, man. He he literally could play wide receiver at a, at a Power 5 school. He's that good an I, athlete. I wonder if we'll see it more now that he's getting past, getting banged up. Yeah, and I, they had a time to sit down this week, you know, when you had that bye week opportunity to talk about what's working, what's not working, what we could all do better. Coaches look inward, uh, self-scout, but you also talk to players about things they're not seeing. Jordan hadn't seen a couple of things, and and I, I think they probably have to go back over his keys uh, on any of the any of the zone read stuff, read option stuff. Like, he, he can play better, and I just wonder if being dinged up really kind of limited the decisions for you him. You know what I was thinking about, too? It must be exhausting in this day and age. It was always exhausting to be a quarterback. But at least back in the day when that your coaches would call a running play, you're like, you're almost like, well, I kind of got this playoff. Like I've got to look at the formation, I've got to switch it from one side yeah, to now another. You're responsible, but every- I don't have to make a real decision. Now it's like I might have to keep the ball, read the defensive end, and maybe pull it out and throw it if it's yeah. there. 
never it's just it's got to be exhausting. You That's make what, so uh, many decisions every single play. Right. And then physically, uh, who was it? Um shoot, who are the what are the brothers that are quarterbacks Boston College? The Mannings. No. Oh Aw, man. The Hasselbacks. Hasselbacks. Hasselbacks yes. When we were talking, I think it was Tim, whichever one we talked to that calls we call ACC games yeah, a few Tim, years ago. Yeah. He was talking about Jordan and, and how it unfair it is that they people judge athletic quarterbacks, the ones who run, that's a big part of their offense, and you judge their accuracy. He's like, look, look, man, I could shoot free throws all day, but if you make me run wind sprints between the free throws, free I'm not throw. going to shoot as well. <laughs> well yeah. And point, he's yeah. like, you know, that's that's w- these quarterbacks that run all the time. we got a pillar in the form of Mark, and we thank him yet again as well. Guys, congrats on Coach Speak. It's Radio Gold. Mm, thank you, question, buddy. aren't you glad Mike hasn't been featured on Coach <laughs> Speak yet? And do you think he ever will, and for what? Sure, he could be. I mean, everybody's fair game. Now, typically, the guys that are featured are ones that are reeling. They're up against it, and they're kind of pushing back a little bit, or they're they're you know they're very frustrated by yeah. a question. Mark, Mike does a good job of kind of keeping composure, but let's see. You fool around and lose a couple games in a row, get asked a tough <laughs> question. Maybe Corey Clark comes after him. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of a sudden Mike's Mike's got his dukes up. And he's, he's pretty he guard. Like he's it. pretty guarded, though. I don't yeah, think he would yeah. ever let himself get reeled in. Uh, to something yeah. like that, like and I some think of these other coaches do. A lot of the funniness in a lot of these press conferences is when coaches are trying to explain things away without really taking any accountability. And I think he does a pretty good job of taking accountability. So I feel like it wouldn't he wouldn't be as susceptible, but we'll see. It's bizarre to watch, guys. You just saw it down in Gainesville. Like, Crazy. why would you ever say, you know, after we win games, we don't get asked questions like yeah. this. Yeah, really? That's, that sounds worse. Think- that's the dumbest thing I've ever you're heard. You're not in Louisiana. You're not what, in Lafayette anymore, man. What are you man? talking about? You're of the, course not. Yes, if you're beating people fifty to nothing, you don't get asked questions about your incompetent offense. Yes, we don't. You know, when you when you get blown out by Kentucky and you can't run the ball to save your life, and your defensive line is giving up seven yards a carry in the first quarter, you're going to get asked about it. One of the themes coming out of that game was that because he kept talking after the game, he's like, "That's what I want us to be, like physical and run the ball and stop the run and." And so one of the one, of the, I think a few of the sports writers down there wrote stories about how uh, he he failed trying to out Kentucky Kentucky, and somebody tweet retweeted it and said, "If Ira Schofield ever writes a story about how he failed to out Duke Duke in football, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's I'm done." That's deuces. Uh, final one. Steve uh, weighed in early. Boy, thank people, you, Mark. People thank are you, man. Feisty. Thanks, Mark. Yep. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Marcos, and thank you, Steve. Can't help but think the Clemson game doesn't go to OT. If the marching Chiefs are there to blast the war chant on D, how many points are the Chiefs worth on the road? Twenty, probably twenty-five. Yeah, probably. By the way, so you got—we all know the story. They they usually give fifteen hundred in that corner of the end zone in Clemson to Florida State fans, and they only give five hundred now. What, what what is Florida State going to do to retort next year? You get seven tickets. The, you get seven tickets, seven tickets, and they're in uh, lot fourteen. Yeah, you got here's you a stand TV. Stand outside the stadium and hope that your voice will be heard. <laughs> here's you a TV. Seven. I mean, or, or you got to treat them, or you, they might just sell the tickets. Well, that to sell them to anyone. Well, we're selling to Clemson if they'll buy them. Yeah, but put them I mean, somewhere, man. Put them in. Uh, yeah. Put them in the Champions Club. Those are the worst seats in the house. Put the put the Clemson fans Clemson below fans the championship. Be up there drinking, having yeah, a good time, they not even, watching the game. They wouldn't be watching be, the game. Be good to go. But do not get them close to the field. Put them as high up as possible. Yeah, rather frustrating. Seminole headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy. 
all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. How'd practice go today, boys? People want to know. Corey's headline was passing game on fire. It did look really good. Really good. The receivers, there was one stretch of one-on-ones where, again, it's always the ba- it's the counterbalance. Like, okay, the receivers were great. Well, that's not good for your DBs. But they made seven straight catches and one-on-ones, including like six of over 30 yards. Huge ones. Keon, Johnny, uh, Winston Wright had a really nice catch. Destin Hill got interfered with, but still made a nice catch. Uh, and there's, there's usually a little more back and forth. A lot more back and forth. Uh, the receivers brought it, and, and Jordan was really, really good in seven-on-seven. Seven. I bet Destin Hill was shocked the ball was thrown his way. Well, one-on-ones, <laughs> he, he knows must, it's coming. He yeah. must have been like, my goodness. Yeah, what is this? Even what is here, this thing can, coming, hurtling towards me? Yeah, had a chance to make a play. Uh, but they looked they looked sharp. The Pat Jordan looked uh, especially sharp, but the whole offense I thought looked sharp. So neither and, of you, by the way, as an aside, just go ahead. All right, actually, just, make a football point. Go and ahead. just following up what uh, Mike Norvell said yesterday at the press conference that some of those guys who've been injured would be out there today, and that happened. Robert Scott was practicing a lot at left tackle, which is great to see. Um, Ken, uh, Ja'Kai Douglas is back out there. Kentron Portier is back out there. Yeah. And, again, we kind of forget about those guys, but those were expected. A lot of people thought those guys would be competing for a starting job in the spring, and they haven't really played the first four games. Well, now they're available. Ja'Kai looked – I mean, you know you know yeah. Ja'Kai, what his strengths are. He's he, fleet of foot. He is very quick, very, very quick, and he looked good. Good uh, to get healthy. Yeah. Always good to have all your weapons. Tony writes, gentlemen, do you see FSU going undefeated? Which, which team poses – uh, which team is the threat to beat FSU? I love the show and go Knowles. You know, it's interesting. That, that's the weird thing about Florida State. We're all at once going to tell you that Florida State's capable of playing for and winning a national championship. We're also here to tell you, based on what we've seen, that they could lose to any one of these teams on they the schedule. They almost not lost named. to Boston College. Right. right. I mean, right. And, and, and other teams have not as much had as much trouble with Boston College. That's the other part. I tell you who did. Virginia. Yep. Well, Virginia had some. a whole yeah. bunch of trouble. That game – Further pissed me off about the Boston College game. Oh, did just you have, like, just did like, you have the Cavaliers and some points? No, it's Virginia's one of the worst teams in football, and they're they right were, there. Oh, the yeah, yeah. They, hey, man, they, they fine. They they won. They the Eagles showed some grit. I thought they had to battle back. Virginia was on them. Look, man, you you don't go in an alumni stadium mm. and just walk away mm. with an easy dub. Okay. Just ask Northern Illinois. They they won an overtime. Mm. They had to go to overtime yeah. to beat Boston College and Holy Cross. They didn't get a dub. No, this close. Yeah. This close. It didn't have what it takes to get <laughs> a win on the road there. No, only Florida just State, and Northern Illinois. If you had to. Pick one right now. I'd say Miami. 
I, th- I think Miami's probably looks the best of the teams that I think can beat Florida State. I also want to see again. We got it. They got a month before they play. Uh, but Miami, yes, yeah, so I think Miami's the answer. But they played one team that is any good at all, right. and now it's a good team, a very talented team, and they housed them in the second half. It was impressive. But let's see how they look, even against Georgia Tech, who they should beat comfortably. And then next week they got Carolina. Let's that'll see be what they a, look like be, there. That'll be a good uh, litmus test. Uh, okay, so Khalil writes, which secondary combined with the front six would make a better defense? You ready? Rhodes, T-Buck, Leroy, Derwin, Cody in the slot, or Ramsey, Dion, Joyner, Brooks, and P.J. in the slot. So you got Xavier Rhodes, yeah. Terrell Buckley, yeah. Leroy Butler, Derwin James, yes. and Tay Cody. Yes. Or Jalen Ramsey, Deion Sanders. I think you're taking Jalen Ramsey, Deion Sanders. The second group. Yeah, the second group is the yeah. one. We love you, T-Buck, and we love you, X. Yeah. But the and two Hall of Famers yeah. are probably the guys you I, go with. And plus, the other guys aren't bad when you're talking about LaMarcus Joyner and uh, Terrence Brooks. But, you know, this one has Derwin James and uh, and Leroy. But Leroy Butler's Hall of Famer, and Derwin James might yeah. end up being one. So, I don't know, man. I think I'll go with the second group. I'm taking that second group, brother. You know what? I'm telling you, though, I see what he's doing Mm. because the strength, the weakness of this secondary is the safety play. Yeah. Give me Derwin James on this team and give me Leroy Butler on this team. The way Jimbo used him? I was going to say, because Derwin James on this team, if used the way that he was utilized here, is useless. Well, no, no, no. Clearly, we're going to use him him like you use Jamie Robinson. Have Derwin James and Jamie Robinson's role. This defense is... Right. I, man, I'm 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 going with the first one. I think you need safe, better safeties than as good as obviously Dion was pretty good at football. I'd still go with the two the two badass. Well, safeties. and that's the other thing that Mike alluded to when when they first got back is how close everybody is to getting healthy. And I think the biggest part of that, as much as I like Robert Scott and I think he's important, man, Akeem Dent getting healthy is going to be big, huge yeah. because clearly they've been a little lost out there at that position without him. And it's not that you don't have guys down the line that you're really excited about, but they're the guys with very little experience, and the guy that they've used to substitute in that spot has had his tough moments. And yes. they're gonna, you know, and they're targeting him. I mean, that's the thing. I remember Mickey Andrews talking about when they first joined the ACC, the first seven or eight years they were in the ACC. He said, "You you realize that that some of these school these teams were not that well coached because you'd substitute players and they wouldn't get attacked. They wouldn't get attacked. And then later, he said, once the the rest of the ACC got better." Teams, yeah. as soon as you put in a backup that was susceptible, they would go after him. Well, people have been targeting Kevin Knowles. He's not in, he, he did not play safety his first two years here. He made the transition this year. It hasn't gone particularly well, so they're going after him. So I think Akeem Dent being back there might just change kind of how teams are going at him a little bit too. Yeah, and I think it's a tough ask for him too. As much as he is a player that you like because of his work ethic and he cares and he's he, you know he's willing to do whatever for the team. He's undersized for the right. position. He struggles to come up and make tackles, and I think that's not a physical continue. kid. I mean, yeah. he's not. He's not a. I'm not saying You're he, not saying he's, he's soft, shying he's away undersized. from tackles. It's he's just, just a better way of kid. saying it. He's undersized. There's the the Lamarcus Joiners are are rare. Very rare. You know? Yeah, and so it's it's going to be hard for him. I, I understand why they wanted to give it a go. Remember, they tried to go out and get another safety. They just lost out on the kid. Yeah. They didn't get him. It's really the only one they lost it's out on. It's pretty rare I feel that like. they lose out on a portal guy. They lose out on a portal guy that went to Bama, right? I yeah. mean, what are you gonna do? But they that guy, they knew they needed somebody else because they were worried about having an injury at that position. They love the incoming talent at the position, and I do too, by the way. I think the length and size at that position is going to be extraordinary moving forward. But none of those guys have played big-time college football at all. They're freshmen, so it's tough. And I like the idea that they're going to – it sounds like they're going to force those guys to play these next few games, and I think that's good. 
Those guys, I mean, just I mean, if they get beat once or twice yeah, in some okay. of these games, that's like, you're not, it's not the end of the world against Virginia Tech. But they need to see what those guys have because they may be able to help you in the back end. Unless you're fooling around and it's tied at 10 in the third <laughs> yeah, quarter well. and you can't have them out there. And that's yeah. the other part of this is that when you have opportunities to bludgeon people, do it because you're going to need that time to get guys like right. this a lot of experience. There's no replicating being on the field for a game in the, with the stands filled, no matter the score. Like that, dealing with your emotions in that situation, dealing with your adrenaline, that takes some getting used to. Uh, making a mistake and then being allowed to learn from it, and as opposed to the game's too close, I got to yank you off the field now because I can't have you out here. We could lose the game. That that's you know they have to do their basically their job. You know, treat yeah. those, at this point, if they all go out and execute, you have an opportunity to beat these teams badly. All those guys get playing time, and Florida State's suddenly much better on defense. I do think they're going to be hyper aggressive. Obviously, not blitz on every play, but they're going to allow these guys to play very aggressively as opposed to sitting back. Why wouldn't you? The evidence is overwhelming. I love. We now uh, know that's how they have to play. I love listening to Braden Fisk talk today. I mm-hmm. mean, just he's he watch that video. I mean, he's just a cool kid. One funny part was when he was talking about the uh, the fumble recovery. I don't know if you asked him or Aslan asked him about the him tipping the ball to Kalen Deloach, and he he was like, he was a little irritated about the narrative out there that I wouldn't have scored if I because you guys see me every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. I thought was a good point. He's like, you didn't have our, you didn't have my back, which is which true, is true, uh, because I think he with a he convoy, he's the right. the, the, the only people score, that could yeah. have tracked him down was an Klubnick. offensive lineman that wasn't going yeah. to do it. So it would have been Klubnick, and the, and you just have Deloach as a lead blocker. Right. He's going to score. Yeah, the one thing I will say, of all the defensive linemen, he is the one that I would have said could score because he <laughs> races Mike at the beginning yeah. of every practice, and he's fast as hell for a 300-pound guy. Yeah. In fact, that's terrifying. Think about how terrifying that would be. If you're, like, playing a game and you pissed him off somehow, like you're playing a game of uh, water balloons or something, and you actually hit him in the face. And he started running and after he started you. sprinting at you. And, and you're you 20, can't outrun him. But you're 20 yards away. You're like, I got to – oh. Would you do like an alligator and like zigzag? Uh, <laughs> Is that what – I guess you try to get up a tree. tree. You climb a tree. tree. But you, you don't do that be, with bears, right? Because bears can climb trees. Bears Is that, can climb trees. So what do you do I'm with still, the bear? I'm, still, a, I'm not staying on the ground That's the such bear. a bad realization. Oh, you climb the tree, and then he just looks up at you. and All right. Well, then I'll jump down. And we'll just play this game all through the forest, bear. Watching the grizzly just come up there fast you're like this is ridiculous i still like that you have the higher you have the higher ground if you're in the tree yeah you don't stay on the ground what, the, uh, you're, what if he's bored what if he doesn't want to climb the tree you, you might survive just conveniently because yeah. he doesn't want to do that you could throw stuff at him acorns get a brick as you're going yeah, brick you pick up a brick forest. on the tree <laughs> yeah, you got it yeah get you some of this bear. it's a tree with bricks no, in it one it's of those all, it's an awful idea of all the apex predators the idea of watching one as you get to the top uh, of the tree you've got a 200 yard head start so you climb this tree and then you watch this dude roll all the way in from 200 yards and then just look up at you start climbing the tree that's 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 bad news. Do they climb quick? Oh, they, they could climb very quick. Oh, can they? I thought at I least mean, they might climb like a, they're slow. They're not like lizards, but they can <laughs> climb fast. I just feel like you could if you got if you got up there. I what like. What are you your, gonna do? You can't fall, Corey, if you're way up in a tree. You could you try could, to jump on its head. You could. Kick That's a, a risky maneuver. <laughs> it absolutely is. It could go poorly. It Take could. Your chances. Right? I mean, in. you got to do something. You can't just yeah. sit there and let him crawl up and I eat you. I think I'm gonna try to kick at. I'm kicking its face. I'm kicking its face, but it's gonna grab my leg and rip it off. It would be unfortunate if they. It's a tough. It's a tough battle. You you. It's a tough uh, situation you find yourself in. If it was in. a high IQ bear that sits there and says, you know what? you got to come back down. I'll just mm. wait. i got nowhere to be. Would you? Bear. That's cruel. Just, just come eat me. Wait for come you eat to- me. I, would, I, would, I would do not have to come back down. I would, <laughs> starve, gonna, I would starve to death before I go down and get eaten by a bear. Weakened by the lack of yeah. food. Uh, no that's what would happen. Yeah. And then you just fall out. 
that he's like, I knew that was coming. Because it's not a quick, it's <laughs> not a quick you're death. Bones, you got nothing. You could have come and eat me right away. It's not a quick death. And but more more accurate to Florida though. What can what can alligators not do when they're chasing you? They're, they they go fast too, right? But Straight they ahead. can't. They can't they, go. They can't distance. The, they maybe can. distance. Maybe. Yeah, they don't like to go distances, and they do struggle when they're weaving. They, when you're going side to side. They struggle yeah. to pivot. So if you could beat them like for 150 yards, I think you're okay. But if you have like a good shuttle, if you have a quick shuttle you back and forth, do. you can. Yeah, do you that. saw the, the you saw that a, a huge 14 foot gator just killed somebody in Florida mm. this week. And this a week. bear killed two uh, two people yeah. in Canada at a yeah. national park. You're, really? You're in their space, baby. You know, what are you going to do? Hey, it's yeah. fine, though. It's fine. They, it's, you go out doing what you love. Did they try to go up a tree? I, no, I, that's a great question, Ira. I don't know. <laughs> I always I don't think know. the meek, that little effort with the spray, you're like, psst, psst. <laughs> The bear spray? What is that even? What, I doesn't feel like that's going to do anything. I feel like that's the biggest load of nonsense. Get out of here, bear. Oh, that's well, spray, the spray's not working. The great thing, I get my money back. I, get I was going to say, back. for a business standpoint, the great thing, you never have to give a refund. Never yeah, you either it works or you're dead. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. The other reason I'm glad they're coming off a bye is the Kyron Drones kid is massive. Big boy. You're going to have to want to stick your head in there. You're going to have to, you know, obviously strap it up and be ready to hit. And early, because you don't want a kid like that. You know, we talked about yesterday feel like Jordan plays better when he's also involved in the run game. I feel like it actually, in turn, makes him a more accurate, more dangerous passer. Uh, this kid, if he gets running, you're then susceptible to the deep ball, which right. they're just now having the light bulb turn on and realize. You saw it last week against Pitt. I, I, I'm not going to tell you that I'm worried Florida State's going to lose this game, but I am worried that if you screw around again for a half, you're going to have a game on your hands, and that kid gets stronger as the game goes on because he's huge. Yeah. And you don't you want no part of that. I mean, this is the other part about being a good football team is when you have better players and you're bigger, stronger, faster in most spots, most spots for the game this weekend. You take care of business early so you don't have to worry about a team playing over their heads. I always call that trean, but that only happens when teams get off to good starts. And we've allowed opposing quarterbacks to begin to believe very early yeah. in games so far this year. That's not gonna happen this weekend if you expect to have an easy game. You're gonna have to get him uh, pressured early. Yeah, and I think it's one of those games where it could really go either way. Like if Florida State gets a lead 
and Virginia Tech has to get out of what they're comfortable doing, then you could boat race them. You absolutely could boat race them, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Start quick because you got that opportunity in your hands. Now, make him, you know, obviously one-dimensional. If you're down 21 in your Virginia Tech, if I'm them, I'm probably still going to keep running him because I know it's going to spiral if I have him sit back in right. the pocket and just try to beat us throwing the ball down the field. That's not going to work for him. You've got to keep running him. So they're going to probably stick to it. But if you get a huge lead, then obviously it takes them out of what they want to do. I mean, he ran 21. And I don't know how many of these were scrambles or sacks or called runs, but he ran 21 times in that game. Yeah, a lot of it's designed. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot, though. And I know he's a big kid. He's your second leading rusher. You know, you, you wear a lot of hits. Yeah. You, If you do what you're supposed to do as a defense, the kid might stop wanting to get hit. You know, yeah. he's going to be like, that, I'm going to – that you've got to super do that. important. Yeah, yeah, the Cassiano's kid was different because he's so right. quick. He could you avoid never contact. Get a hit on he's him. like work done. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't get a solid shot on him. This kid, you will get solid shots on him. Make him pay for yeah. like show him you're not pit. Man. That's where I think Tatum Bethune, DJ Lundy. I think even these backup linebackers. I think the maybe the the kid from uh, like Northwestern. Nicholson? Oh, Northwestern. maybe he yeah. plays. Um, you know, I just think that yeah, you can be physical. It doesn't all have to be from the defensive line. Um, I, and I think it would help to get Akeem Dent back. I mean, he's not Derwin James, right. but he is a guy. He's a grown man. He's played five, six years of college football at the safety position. One thing we've learned is we're not going to overlook Virginia Tech in the sense that none, the three of us don't play the game. But at least in, right. ta- in terms of talking about the game, I think this is this is the conundrum with Florida State. They're good enough to blow Virginia Tech out. We yes. all know that none of us would be shocked if we watched on Saturday. Florida State's up fifty-six to ten or something like that late in this game. Nobody would be stunned by that. Uh, this is a two and three Virginia Tech team that has some bad losses that looked awful on the road against a subpar Purdue team, et cetera. You can go through all their lost schedule. at Marshall. Yeah, no, they've been they've been bad. Yeah. And the pit look, and the pit team they they just beat has been bad. This really has been bad. A bad. Can't pit protect team. their quarterback. Right. They, their defensive line is not as good as it normally is. They've got a lot of problems. So this should be an easy win for Florida State. But we also know that the dark side of Florida State so far this year is they've made some things look really difficult. Mm -hmm. And even with a roster that suggests they shouldn't. So let's see which team shows up now. I mean, we're we're starting to watch with a very critical eye because it is a wide-open landscape. So are you trending the right way as we get further and further into the season? You, you got a beauty pageant on the one hand, so you need to play well. And on the other hand, you're just capable. Go play yeah. well. Go be good. You should be good. We've we said coming into this year, it's a different set of expectations for the coaching staff as well as the players. Everybody got ratcheted up, and that's what happens when you transform a roster and your floor is raised. Now you're compared to a different standard. So that's true of Mike. That's true of Adam. It's true of Jordan Travis. It's true of all these guys. Good teams take care of business in a game like this. And here's a great opportunity after you healed up, you fixed your problems, you had a chance to look inward, you rested guys that needed rested, you may be getting guys back that needed to come back. Go blow Virginia Tech out this Saturday at Doak. This should be a fun crowd, should be a fun game. You ought to be able to get an opportunity to play a lot of guys if you take care of business. Yeah, yeah, I think the reality though is, win the just win the game. That's all that really matters. But what you, what we're talking about, like, look, if they win thirty to twenty three, we'll be like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's here a we problem, go. Corey, it's a problem because we would have a big sample set then yeah. of a team that's underachieving despite their record. Correct, but it would also show that okay, when they if and when they do find it. They can still. Well, at some but, point, you are who you are. I mean, right. if you're five games into a 12 game season and you haven't shown that, you'd be pretty nervous. Sure, but teams do get better. And the point being, the beauty pageant doesn't matter right now. You've just got to win games. You've got to. The, the problem I have if you play poorly against Virginia Tech isn't that you only win by a couple of scores, you win by 10 points, it's that you might lose the game. 
Like, that's what you yeah. have to avoid right now. You have to play well enough to avoid a horrible loss. And then, you you, you know, Georgia isn't going to look great every week. Alabama, nobody does. Literally nobody has looked great every week except Michigan, who has played high school teams. Right. So it's not just that you want them to look good for the beauty pageant sake of it. You just want them to start playing the way we know they can play. Because, oh, for sure, because of what it portends, yes. Because you can't afford to lose games like this. Well, And, I and, think, you can't, yeah. and if you keep it close... Well, crazy Corey, stuff happens. We do know, and I'm sorry, I, I want to hear your, your your thought here, but there's a direct correlation to, to with teams who, over time, just as a gambler, we all know this, when you're favored by 20 or 30 points in games and you consistently do not cover those, it, it, it comes back to bite you in the ass. At some point, because right. it's revelatory. But it's when you telling, say bite in the ass, you're talking about a loss. Yeah, I'm, I mean, talking, yeah, yeah. About, I'm talking about it. Yes, it's, it's telling you about yourself. Yeah, you guys are basically saying the same thing different ways. I mean, your point is that it doesn't matter unless you lose. Well, his point is if you don't You're start playing well, you are going to yeah. lose. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think when you look at this team, I do think they're going to start playing better. I I still look at that first month as a very strange way everything came together. You had the LSU game, which is such a huge game. And then you have the next week against Northern Illinois, or you know, no, Southern, Southern Miss. Miss. Come on, yeah. Ira. And you, it was a direction and a bad team. Um, <laughs> right, in a, in state a state I don't want to live in. <laughs> and so they, they... Hey, what's wrong with Illinois? I mean, I just don't... The weather? Go yeah. Okay. So, but they go out and they take care of business in that game. And then the BC game was just such a bizarre one-off game because you had the slow start, you roar back, you take control, and then you kind of let them back in it. But I don't think that defines what this team is. Right. I, I think LSU and Clemson defined. You, you beat, you blew out one of the top five, ten teams in the country, what we believed at the time in the season opener, and you went to Clemson and won when they played as well as they can play. Clemson played a very good football game, and you beat them in their stadium, and I think that's what this team is. But if you start having more games like BC, then you'd be concerned. Well, right yeah, now, yeah. I can I can look at BC as a one-off right now. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. if it keeps happening. Yeah, if this weekend we walk out of Doe Campbell Stadium with the final 27-24 Knowles, no, man, we're getting further and further removed from believing Florida State is a really good team. Yeah. This but Virginia I, Tech I guess team, I would, you I would ought to blow this team out. Agreed. But I would go back to uh, – and now the talent is different, but the 14 team beat Boston College on a last-second field no, goal. And, but the point being – Coming on the heels you, of an undefeated national right, championship but season. They never, they never players had already proven themselves. But they never put it together. Correct, but for very different reasons. Sure, but I'm saying that they still did – they accomplished what they had to do even if they never played their A-plus yeah, game, they went whatever that means. Yeah, they undefeated in the regular season, correct. And so I think Florida State's talent level left with this schedule. Even if they don't ever reach the A plus zenith, they probably could still win out if they play B oh, minus to B yeah, plus they games. Could. Oh, they could. but I, agree with we're, that. I think we're thinking about okay, we want to know what the what the ceiling is for this team because there is a championship to go win. And if you keep fiddle effing yes. around with C minus performances, uh, especially in my opinion on offense. Uh, you could lose these games. Think yeah. back to when they lost three straight last year. I remember coming on the air and saying, you know what, I think they're going to go undefeated the rest of the way. I said, I do. I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but I think that's more who they are. I'm frustrated. There's some things that went wrong. We've then What were the keg stands about if you were confident? I thought that was a bet that, like, if they do it, I'm going to be doing a keg stand because I don't. No, I picked. Uh, you go back and listen to the tapes. No, I got you. I just said in under, a row, I came in and said I thought they'd. I thought it was more like, hey, if they do this, we're doing a keg stand. No, I think people weighed in and said, hey, if if they do, will you do a keg oh, stand? Okay. And I said, gotcha. sure. Uh, and I was looking forward to it. I, but the point is, I thought I had a feel for that team, which was that they were good, not great. Yeah. And they were good enough to beat what was left on that schedule, and they were. 
when you look at this schedule and what we think Florida State can be is a much better version of the team than yes. they were a year ago, right? We think they can be much better mm-hmm. than that team. All right, well, so now's the time. I mean, you've got Virginia Tech and Syracuse in back-to-back home games in October. Fans are, you know, excited. You're coming off a bye week. You're healthier than you've been. If not now, when? I mean, you got to start beating the hell out of teams. Now, Duke, we'll see if Riley plays. And if he doesn't play, then you ought to kick the hell out of Duke, too. But these are all pits not good. We thought they yeah. might be decent at the beginning of the year. Now that game, you ought to go up there and win that game handily. Uh, I think Wake is whatever. You ought to go win that game. I mean, I'm tired of us always well, worrying about Wake. If we'd, if we'd <laughs> asked any of uh, it's ridiculous. Yes. If we'd asked any of us in the middle of August, eight and one going into Miami. I mm-hmm. think you would all say, man, you that's would've. a good season. Yeah. And, things oh, change, absolutely. Yeah, things change. But now it's like, man, if you're 8-1 and one now going into Miami, just one loss, you'd be like, what went wrong? Well, like, because who, it means you I, lost to either you Virginia lost Tech, to one Syracuse, of those teams. Duke, yeah. Wake, or Pitt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That so, can't happen. Yeah. I mean, it can. Well, I'm saying that I know what you're saying. Not without criticism. It, yes, correct. <laughs> right, right. Correct. Yeah. So and, that would be very, very frustrating. Um, yeah, and then look, you have North Alabama on this schedule, the Miami game and the Florida game, and it, we'll see if they're still playing down in Florida, meaning, like, are they trying? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that was that was a weird press conference. On Coach Speak, I want us to talk about this because that was a weird press conference from Billy Napier yesterday. We've heard press conferences like that. They're never good. They never tell you th- something good about a team. When you're like, uh, oh, I'm hearing things I like. And, uh, you know, when the one guy asks about last year's loss to Vanderbilt because they play Vanderbilt yeah. this week, he's like, this is 2023. Yeah. Man, my man's starting to get a little testy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's a little early to get testy. Uh, you feel your- it all a little bit bad for Florida fans? That No. Th- I'm just saying. Stop. I did this on Wake Up Orchard. None. Think about the coaches they've had since Spurrier. Zook, who was a maniac. Urban Meyer. One Great of, college football coach. Two national titles, so, but, so, but you had to live with that. Yeah, you, you had to live with that dude. You, it's easier to live with it when you're winning the title, but not much. They hate that dude. I know. So they, they, do. they and then who was the coach after that? McElwain. Um, oh, um, no, Muschamp. Muschamp, terrible, yeah. weird dude. McElwain, crazy person yep. who lied about getting death threats. Sleeping with sharks. Sleeping with sharks. Dan Mullen, who's weirder than all of them. Yeah, whose wife kisses all the players getting off the bus. Well, and he wears a Darth Vader's mask for Bizarre. no re- Darth Vader mask for no Bizarre. reason. Yeah. And then, uh, and then this guy who's calling all the fans outsiders. It's like they can't just be just who be cares? appreciative of Mike Norvell. Who cares? Just buddy? be appreciative who of Mike cares? Norvell. What a thing. run! Let's what a run of coaches. Running. So I covered them, you know, in college, obviously. Yeah. So I covered Shane Matthews. Shane's got a podcast. Yeah. And I heard Shane, quarterback, former Florida quarterback, Shane Matthews, yeah. and he had a. Uh, I heard him during the summer really talking up this team. He thought they could win eight, nine games. He thought everybody was totally wrong. So I tuned into his podcast yesterday to <laughs> you, get a feel. You have a I wonderful do. habit. Schottenfreud is his middle name. Crazy, this man. guy will go listen to any press conference to a losing coach. <laughs> He's been upset it about so, Jimbo. It could be like New Mexico State. Yeah. Oh, I got to hear what this guy has so, to say. So I listened Wake to Shane's, Shane's podcast yesterday, and he threw out this theory. That man, Florida fans must be. He threw out the theory. This is one of your all-time great quarterbacks. That he's like, you know, I was thinking, Florida was really good in '84 and '85 when they were cheating. Mm-hmm. He's like, then we had the run under Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Then you had the six years under Urban. He's like, but the other hundred years are useless. This is what we are. <laughs> oh no! Oh yes! He's there like, you go, Shane. He's like, is this what we are? I mean, yes, he's like, he's working through it. Oh no! I can't imagine Florida fans liked here. They were like, thanks, Shane. Yeah. Appreciate thanks it. For thanks for perspective. Yeah. Crystallizing <laughs> it for us. He, he had somebody. Else, the other guest was on. He's like, so what's your point? Like, what are you getting at? Yeah. We, you should be fine with that. <laughs> what's your point? We suck. We really yeah. suck. Yeah. He was struggling. <laughs> That's funny. No, but I, I, I mean, listen. 
that you have the ink, the, the the early stages of a coach who sounds like he's unraveling yeah. already, yeah. man. That was well, and it's something to watch because this team might be playing for a whole bunch. Well, right, the day the two days after Thanksgiving, and that that'll that's a team and a program to keep your eye on because that'll be a big. Could be a very big game. Well, and if they're playing even decent, it's a hard game to yep. win on the road, we yep. know. It's, and yep. they'll rise up and play hard. Right. And they do have some players on the defensive right. side of the ball, especially, although they didn't show up against Kentucky. They got run right through early and often. And that's the other reason to look at them with a the John Desai is like, you weren't even ready to play. Yeah. You didn't even look like you wanted to be there. Yeah, your offense is terrible. You can and then see your defense in some of the like running that. plays. I mean, if you watch some of the running, some of their run defense where the defensive linemen are just looking to get blocked. Nobody's trying. I mean, they they just wore. I had a Florida beat. fan say to me, and he's he's, he's a good, good 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 friend of mine. He said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, you know, the defense put the offense in a bad position all day." My man, you gave up over seven yards of carry in the first quarter. Don't give me that. Yeah, this wasn't about your the offense. Kid had which two hundred yards and half. He had yeah, two hundred eighty I mean, yards rushing. That's yeah. insane. So yeah, we got headliner questions forthcoming. Plenty of them, both on Facebook, and Twitter. I'll try to get to all of them. Stay with us. Seminole headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, and War Chant TV.